Hello, and welcome to a tantalizing episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, we have Murray Jordan of Optimum Drywall in the house. Although Murray's only a year into his own business and finishing, he's carved out quite a unique uh, niche in a market where his skill is more than needed. You like went straight for straight for like a tomahawk like blade, like a like a big like level five <laughs> level five blade. Yeah, I got a four foot tape tech finishing knife. I think that was my Love first it. tool. Which, Love which it. I, I, I just thought the idea, <laughs> idea was like, oh, I can just do a whole sheet in one swipe with wow. four foot. <laughs> but I rarely ever used it because I, yeah. I didn't understand back then there's like different layers you have to put on yeah. first before you even Yeah, that, that that four foot, like you graduate to that. So <laughs> you were jumping right to the end, buddy. Yeah, you would pull yeah. that four foot out. If you're skimming like a... Uh, you know, you do a level five on a commercial building and you got to right. put that final coat on the butt joint. That's when you pull out that four footer. We dive into a myriad of different topics ranging from learning the automatic tools to the benefits of using a sauna and ice baths, the importance of family values. And uh, we talk about Can-Am tools and his inventiveness as a pioneer in the industry. Murray's a fantastic guy, and I'm sure you are going to enjoy getting to know this up-and-coming mogul in the drywall industry. For now, Murray Jordan, Optimum Drywall, on the 27th episode of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. There he is. Okay. Okay. There's that. Yeah, there's that right. beautiful mug. That's what I want to see. <laughs> you're in. You're in Baltimore. Yes, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, we have Murray Jordan on the Drywall Podcast this morning. Uh, owner of Optimum Drywall, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. One year. One year in. One year. <laughs> and what else uh we're just gonna go from here dude uh you okay. know we talked we talked a little bit um you got the optimum drywall shirt on I'm trying to get comfortable i got a new desk set up over here oh yeah i know how that go <laughs> <laughs> it actually just came from a job uh skim job just use some of the tape tech knobs and uh some things are awesome i might sound a little new to the game like you know i might sound like somebody who just saw a flat box or just saw a tape tech finishing knife or just saw automatic taper, but you know, it is what it is at this point. (laughs) Yeah. It's all, you know what? It's all good because the tool guys want to hear about your experience um, from a new perspective, you know, that it's, so it's all good feedback, not to mention I don't know who's listening to this thing. We have 2000 downloads. Um, There's going to be a lot of guys maybe that are a year in or that are considering starting to use the tools and they also want to hear your experience or there's guys that are working for another company and maybe they want to branch out on, on their own and they want to hear how Murray did it. So it's all, it's all relative. There's no bad information, you know? Um, right. I, I didn't know how to podcast before I started a podcast. 
<laughs> you okay, know? yeah. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta jump out there and do it. Yeah, that's what I did. Pretty much just jumped out. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever you're ready, I can definitely kind of bring my story from the past, the past to the present time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go through okay. the time. No, we'll go through the timeline. Um, Murray Jordan. We'll start out, and sometimes I'll start out on on weird. Uh, you know, maybe I'll jump around a little bit on the timeline just to keep it interesting. My job is to keep it interesting. Your job is just to like answer the questions, tell your story. Okay. Yeah. Maybe crack a joke. You know, <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. I do generally start out. I ask if you've heard the podcast. So you did you reach out to me? I can't remember. Uh you reached out to me. I reached out to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was from Drywall Magazine. I'm not sure. Drywall um, Magazine Facebook page, correct? Yep, Facebook page, Drywall Magazine, yeah. And then awesome you do, page, it's a cool page, yeah. Uh, we had David Lee on the Drywall Podcast, the dude that sort of made the page. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, a, he's a character, man. That's an interesting podcast. Yeah, I actually listened to that podcast and Dave Lee, man, is is, is awesome, man. He, yeah. He's an awesome guy. He reached out to me. He actually video chatted me and showed me how to okay. work on butt joints when I asked the question about that. So that was huge, man. That's so Total cool. respect for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and he might be, he's the only person on the podcast to take a leak during the interview. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, maybe, maybe ever, maybe ever in, okay. in any podcast ever in history. I don't know. I, I haven't done the right. research on that yet, but uh, okay. uh, he's a great guy. Really funny. Really, oh, yeah. really funny character. Yeah. Um, very, very, very helpful. Have you listened to guy. any of the podcasts? Well, the, the only two, because like I said, after meeting you, um, I mean, I got so excited about there even being a drywall podcast. I mean, that's yeah. just so exciting about, you know, something to listen to, guys who understand what it takes and yeah. just like understand the mindset that you need to do this. It's tough. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I'm growing and learning, but it's definitely a mental aspect to this. But I did listen to um, Daily and Drywall Shorty. Oh to yeah. Answer the question. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna listen to all of them eventually, but Drywall Shorty, I uh, I listened to uh, actually yesterday. Yeah. Now there's a girl that knows her shit. Uh, if you mm-hmm. are inclined, just start going and checking out her YouTube stuff, and you know, like, oh, I got this tool. I want to like learn how to do Drywall Shorty uh, box tool. And like yeah. 50 videos will come up. I mean, and uh, they're very well done. And right. she'll like run you through it, you know, how to do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I see her a lot of times on uh, Instagram, but it's just so much information. You can go in so many different directions to learn this trade. It's just, uh, it's just a lot. It's like a kid in a candy shop, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it, though. I'm loving every second of it. Yeah. So, how did you, uh, I mean, how did you get your start? Are you first generation drywaller? Yeah, I would say so. Um, definitely first generation. I came from the property management world, you know, maintenance tech, and I was a supervisor for a few years. So I kind of did the quick patches and everything, the quick paint jobs, you know, basic electrical, plumbing, carpentry, and everything like that. Okay. Um, but how I kind of got started was I don't know if uh, Thumbtack is you know, familiar over the country, but uh, it's, it's like an app that Angie's leads, you know, people reach out through the app to get to you to do work. But anyway, a guy from Thumbtack 
called me. I was at work. He said, look, it's, there are tons of drywall jobs out here. Um, just sign up for $300. So I said, okay, cool. $300. That's a drywall job. So I said, I signed up for it. And um, I mean, this was right when COVID hit, right? Like the February, March, right when COVID hit. Okay. And I was actually booming. I mean, I was starting yeah. so much work. It was just crazy. And it just got to a point where my full-time job started getting in the way of what I was doing on the side. Right. And that's kind of how I knew like it was kind of time to move on. But yeah, to be honest, before I stepped out, before I even opened my business, I was only using easy sand five and mesh tape. Like that was it. No paper tape, no outside corner bead. Like yeah. I just patched everything with easy sand five and mesh tape. So that's, so that's what you knew. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I knew. <laughs> but it yeah. got the job done. You know, it definitely got the job done. Um, and so, yeah, okay. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So you jumped out and uh, you got a job through Thumbtack. Work's, get, mm-hmm. work's getting a little bit busier. Um, so, did you d- decide to jump on with like a drywall company? Did you work for nope. dry? You you were like, I'm going to focus on drywall. I don't really know too much about drywall, except for you patch a patch with easy sand five and mesh tape. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be a drywaller. Yep. <laughs> that, it was, uh, it was, I mean, am I wrong? Sweet. I love it, man. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you're like, how, how hard can it be? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's just so much demand in Maryland and in Baltimore okay. City. Like drywall repair, that's kind of what I entered into, not so much as a drywall finishing and install. Um, okay. So right. it was like plaster repair, which I just cut out, put drywall and skimmed it. Um, I mean, I didn't know anything about plus three, blue top, blue lid, how yeah. easier that is to sand. I was just sanding five minutes the whole time. But, um, how long That's ago is how long ago was that? Just uh, out of curiosity, I started uh, July of 2021 last year. And then, how yeah. old are you, Murray? If you don't mind my asking, I'm 40 years old. 40. Okay. Yeah. 40 years young, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40. Years young. <laughs> it, it just 40 snuck up on me. I don't know what happened. I was. Yeah, you better be careful. Yeah, 30s, 30s, 40s. 30s just go away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 40s are great though. Uh, I've had a lot of success and like just a ton of cool shit. You get, you're starting to get some wisdom when you get into your yeah. 40s. 30s, it's like you realize you you, you don't know everything, and then right. your 40s, your 40s is kind of like I'm gonna start learning some shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. It's it's kind of like you. If you went from 20 to 40, then that means I'm going to hit 60 in no time. So I'm like, well, yeah. I really need to start yeah. investing in long-term things and setting myself up for retirement. Yeah. So that's kind yeah. of the way I'm at right now. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't have, you. there wasn't an inkling to go like work for a drywall company and maybe learn the trade before jumping in on your own? Um. But you were focused no, on like the no. patches. You were like, you're yeah, like, it was I can do patches all day long, and they pay well. Yeah, yeah. It was so much demand. Like, I mean, I was making two fifty, three fifty a pop in like an hour and a half. Yeah, two hours. So, yeah. 
in my mind, well, what I was getting for a paycheck every two weeks, I'm like, man, I can do this in a week. So it, yeah. the demand was there. I mean, I was yeah. still getting five stars. I mean, my ratings were still up. I only got one four star even today. I had Beautiful. all five star ratings. And um, and what's that rating? What's that rating on? It's um right now is on Thumbtack. Okay. It's from a, my um, previous customers. Um, and people are finding me on different apps. People are like finding me online. Hey, I found you online. They're sending me emails. I'm just starting to really grow and expand in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's, it's kind of just me. I got a couple of guys, but, you know, I just, okay. you know, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah. And so you're you're so now now like you've got you've got the bug a little bit. You're like, okay, there's money in this. I can do patches. Uh I would assume maybe you're throwing your hat in the ring so the patches are going to get bigger. Now all of a sudden like maybe somebody's calling you they're like, "Hey, I got a garage. It's hung. I need that shit finished." Like Yeah. Are you tackling yeah, are you are you you're tackling that stuff now, aren't you? Um yeah, no. Gar- well, I, I, I kind of evolved to where I am now. Like I said, I, okay. I wasn't really a finisher or installer. So I kind of sure. started installing a sheet or two and, okay. and just started, you know, finishing, I guess, a couple of sheets. It, it Every job grew. I kind of took on more and more yeah. as time went on. Um, but it was just... I, I can do garages. I had a lot of learning curves. So I, I didn't have anybody to really show me the right way. So my learning experience was more so customers calling me back. Like, look, you need to, not every call, but you know, certain ones, look, you need to come back. This particular spot doesn't look right. So I just kind of learned from that. Hate I hate those like calls. Took, yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I, I definitely learned from those experiences. And each job I do, it's just, I just keep in mind of all my mistakes. You know, and then yeah. the, the jobs that I love is that the jobs from contractors, the contractor will call me or get in contact with me and they would kind of pick my work apart. And that's really how I learned too. working for most doing work for contractors in their own homes. You know, they want a patch done or they want this, this, that and the third. And um, it just is it, it just evolved, you know, and yeah. it's just learning yeah. from my customers mistakes, really. Yeah, what were you doing? I mean, Jesus, you're on the you're on the planet for like 38 years. What the hell are you doing before that? You're <laughs> you're just doing property management stuff. Yeah, that was I, I started um, in my early 20s. They because they had the free apartment back then. You know, like if you're a maintenance guy, you get a free place to live. So I uh, that. Yeah, that yep. East Coast shit. It's a little different over there than it is over here, and like r- rural, yeah. widespread desert Albuquerque. Like this is a different oh, land. Wow. It's like a different planet over here, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. It's uh. That's kind of how I got started in property management with the free apartment. Just kind of stayed with it. You know, became a supervisor, service manager. Um, but I, I'm just thankful man for that call i got from thumbtack because it's just drywall is is, is so demanding it's crazy it is that is crazy that is crazy you're not the only there's old school dudes that did drywall for years and then we're like i'm just gonna do patches like my guy my my guy jack gets calls for patches all the time and he's like easy money yeah 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 he's he's like got like a 500 dollars minimum he he, he'll go crush it like you know oh yeah 
one like foot, two foot, like whatever, you know, five hundred dollars. Yeah, I probably charge two fifty. But it, it's it's competitive too. You know, when somebody reach out to me, they also reach out to like a couple other people. Yeah, you have so to I be aware. Seven, you have to be aware of pricing. He ain't gonna get them all, you know. But he's yeah. also he makes good wage working for me, you know, doing doing the doing the stuff that I do, the Fresco Harmony stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, I gotta try yeah. that too, Fresco. And that's yeah, the uh, color compound. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send you a sample pack. Okay, we'll get you. We'll get okay. you rolling over there. You want to make the. <laughs> yeah. You want to make the yeah. big boy money. You want to make the big boy money. Start putting color in that shit, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, I just, I, yeah, just did a texture ceiling yesterday. Matter of fact, with a paint roller. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> People who look at me like once they come and talk to me they they always have this 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 strange look on their face like how are you out here how are you so busy and you only been doing this for a year you know and they always have this like look of like amazement on their face like when i walk up to home depot i'm pulling well i do have a 2024 transit um for a truck but Okay. I just looked, I'm just looking around like, man, I'm really keeping up with these guys, the, the contractors. I'm going in, buying materials, doing jobs. Yeah. I'm like, man, you know, I'm really out here with them as well. But people just have this look on their face like, how am I doing it? You know, but I think it's just, it's customer reviews. It's just integrity. It's, and, hey, whoa, 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 Murray, it's because you're busting your ass, dude. Oh, well, yeah, true. Let's give, <laughs> yeah. Let's give credit yeah. where credit's due. You know why people okay. don't have that shit is because they're lazy. Right. That's true. You know, That's I mean, true. you get off your ass, you make the phone calls, you get you get uh, uh, leads like Thumbtack, mm-hmm. and then you were smart enough to realize there was a need for right. patching, and you were like, I'm going to go in this direction, and and yeah. you had the courage too. Don't don't under don't under uh, sell the courage to do that. You know, a lot of people right. don't. Right. A lot of people don't have that, man. A lot of people are content to stay in a sh- job that they don't like. Uh, with people that are treating them like shit, you know, just mm-hmm. because they're used to that nut, you know, uh, yeah. when you're, when you're hustling your own money, you got to get out there because there's, it's nobody's responsibility, but yours. Yeah. I'm learning that. It was right before I quit. Just a, a fun fact. My wife was due the next month that I planned on quitting. I was going to lose all my medical insurance <laughs> <laughs> from the company. Um, and I didn't right, yeah. Plus, people people don't realize you. Sometimes you got a wife, you got a wife yeah. and a family. Like you got to take yeah. that into consideration too. She's like, bullshit. You ain't quitting your job. <laughs> <laughs> she um, are you nuts? She, yeah, she she gave me that speech, you know. But I I just felt like it was time. The universe was telling me different people. I just felt it, you All know. Right. And it's just like I got to go for it. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. a very adventurous person. Uh, yeah. I go to the sauna every Sunday, and it, I find that the sauna and drywall is kind of the same because it's you have to be, like, strong mentally. You can't give up. You know, it's like I'll be in a sauna. Yeah. I'll be ready to fall out, ready to die. It's just something about that that's just is intensifying. I love it. You know, yeah. it's just the same thing with drywall. You got a whole room. You got to fin- – well, now I'm, on, I'm doing finishing, but it's yeah, like yeah. you can't give up. Hey, don't jump the gump. Don't, don't, we'll get there. We'll get there, buddy. We'll get there. Don't go there too soon. Uh, I do, I do uh, ice baths. Now, don't get me wrong. I like a good sauna session. 
but you've maybe heard of the phenomenon of ice baths. I've I, heard, I heard of it. Yeah. I'm yeah. There's to. this dude, Wim Hof. It's like crazy, like, uh, you know, Yugoslavian or something like, you know, this like dude who started to do all this research about ice baths. So my buddy, he like, he gets a freezer and like fills it up full of water and like cranks it okay. down to like 32 degrees. And, uh, wow. We went in yesterday. It was 39. And I went, I did that shit for four minutes. Straight, just submerged. Wow. Like this, like this. Okay. Like when I first started out, you get in and you like, yeah. Okay. You know, cause it like, it, it like, it, you're like fight or flight response kicks in. Like, I'm going to die. Like, you think you're going to die. And okay. so I you like breathe that. and then you settle down, you settle your shoulders in. And you just breathe. And then okay. after about a minute, everything starts to calm down. And I even do it with my hands in. Well, I'll dunk and then I come up mm -hmm. and then I go to work, you know, and it's by about okay. the about about minute 45, you sort of settle in. It still hurts, like, okay. but like you're in there. And uh okay. there's a lot of uh there's a lot of really strange benefits. Um, you know, athletes, professional athletes who do ice baths, mm -hmm. um, Vegas nerve. Uh, sleep, stomach fat, uh, okay. like dopamine. There's a dopamine release. So then oh, you wow. get out, you know, after four, mi four minutes, you get out and you're like shaking and, you know, your body's okay. like working to warm up and you're, and you're fighting that, uh, that, 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 that uh, calm, you know, you're okay. fighting, you're fighting to stay calm. And uh, man, they're wow. intense. They're really intense. Yeah, there's probably that. yeah, you'd probably like that. If you like the intensity of the heat also because yeah. that's that's another form heat exposure. But okay. uh yeah, an ice bath is a fascinating thing. I'll bet you uh, and you could do it could be as simple as throwing like 10 bags of ice in your bathtub, filling that filling it up and getting in there. But what okay. Wim Hof what what he recommends is a shower. Here's a good starting point. Like Okay. You at the end of your shower, you take a nice hot shower, it feels good. Start turning it over to cold, like really slow, until it's okay. all the until it's all the way cold. And your water up there in Baltimore will be cold. Oh uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> thirty that. seconds. Go thirty seconds, and then okay. and then and then keep doing that. Keep doing that, and it'll start shifting your your idea about hot and cold. It's hard to do. It's very oh, okay. it's very hard, yeah. but that's a good yeah. starting point. I didn't do that. I just started taking. But I do I do that now. Every shower I take, I turn it over to cold. And I'll do cool. two or th two or three minutes, rinse all the soap off, like rinse okay. my hair, like fully cold. I'm gonna try and that. It's, yeah, it's I, hard. Uh, yeah, I usually jump back, like ah, but okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Well, I'm it goes try. back to our like our primitive state. You know, we're used to wearing clothes. We're used to being indoors. We're used to having the heat on. You know, so ultimately, you know, as a species, we become weak. You know, okay, yeah, kind of draw, yeah, because when I when I take this, I don't mean to talk about sauna real, but you know, yeah, it's okay. When I come out the sauna, man, I just feel like I feel is a feeling of what life should be. I feel like you're just, yeah, you're born again, like fresh life. You know, if that makes sense, I just feel awesome. But I'm gonna yeah, try my, the ice bath. Yeah, yeah, like my that. wife does a uh, hot Pilates, like they have hot yoga, but she does hot Pilates. Like she did a course okay. last night. I did it once, man. It's hard. Like, okay. I didn't want to, I didn't feel drawn to do it again. 
I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> what a dud. <laughs> like, I might try. Uh, yeah. But okay. uh, similar, similar though. If you do hot yoga or hot Pilates when you're in there and you're moving to the and you have mm. the heat, it takes it to another level. Okay, but, I might try that too. <laughs> and not to mention, not to mention it, uh, your flexibility. It helps with mm. your flexibility, your strength, and all that's good for drywall because we're using okay. those we're using those muscles. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I, you have talked to a couple people, but drywallers tend to be hard on the body and eh, drinking a lot, you know, whatever. Yeah. Not, not taking mm-hmm. care of the body. You get older, shit starts to wear out, just like a car, man. You got to yeah. change the oil. You got to like, yeah. you got to keep it up. Do something. Them sheets heavy going up and down steps. Yeah, down yeah. So, so you're getting into sheets now. Now we're talking about sheets. That ain't no patch. Yeah. If you're right. if you're lugging a sheep somewhere, you're doing more than a patch. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, sheets is uh, like I say, each job kind of grew, and I kind of took on um, as I learned. I just took on bigger jobs, you know. And uh, it's just it's still so much to learn. I'm also a tool addict. I mean, it's always a tool okay. I got to get. I'm to the yeah. point now I don't even tell my wife now because she's because <laughs> I used to paste the rum, go back and forth, and she knows it's a tool I'm trying to convince yeah. myself to yeah. get. But it's Stay away so from good. Amazon. Yeah, you don't want to come um, into the house. <laughs> ship it to ship it to the client's address. <laughs> yeah, she, she don't even care anymore. She just look at the package and just go back. You to know the what? Phone as long as there's food on the table and there's a roof yeah, right. over, like right. if we got insurance for the baby. <laughs> That's it. Do go, just go, do whatever you need to do. That's all it is, man. <laughs> and you have a beautiful uh, daughter. How old is she? She's four. Her name's okay. Azariel, and I have a one-year-old son, Mason, uh, who's a mama's boy. Double trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're in uh, it. You're in deep right in, now. Man. Yeah, I'm yeah. Go uh, hard to go home at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For a few years until they get, I think until they get. I only have one, so I didn't do the two kid. But like until they get like out of diapers, that's a tough. Mm-hmm. That's that's a tough few years there. Yeah, because I, I could do more work and make more money, but I try to knock out the job, come home to the kids, help yeah. the wife, you know, give her a break, mental break. Yeah, you know, they running her crazy. Yeah, but that's a fa- cool. fantastic aspect of running your own business as well is that you get to sort of regulate that time. Mm-hmm. You know how much you're making, and the time. Like right. people don't realize, like you ain't. We're not gonna get that time back. That your right. child, your child is only gonna be one, once. One. Yep. That's and it. then you turn around, like my kid. Well, I'm taking him to soccer. He's seven now. He's a little baller. Wow. Like, okay, different world. Yeah. You know, and they they grow so well, fast, man. I tell you, yeah. it's, it's, one's gone. It's one's gone. You yeah. know, we're not we're not gonna have any more. But uh, you know, what a gift! Mm. What a gift that is. Uh, you yeah, know, I love not it. to. And you're 42, another, you sort of had kids later in life like me. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I feel like that's like a good way to do it because you get to enjoy those years a little more. Right. You appreciate, like there's the yeah. appreciation. Yeah. And you and you know what to set them up for to succeed more so than having them early. Not saying, I mean, I can't speak on having early because I didn't, but I, I think you would prepare them more in life having them later in your 30s or 40s versus early 20s just my personal opinion yeah yeah so this transition from this transition from like fiber tape and five minute to paper tape would you say i mean what was your first tool purchase that might be a good place to start did did you get like a banjo 
Um, didn't get a banjo. Let me see. I had what I actually brought was a. a Did you get one of those tape roll holders? Line. Nope, didn't have that. You I like went straight for straight for like a tomahawk like blade like a like a big like level <laughs> five level five. Oh, yeah, I got a four foot tape tech finishing knife. I think that was my <laughs> first tool, because I, <laughs> I, I just thought the the idea was like uh, I can just do a whole sheet in one swipe with <laughs> four foot. <laughs> but I rarely ever used it because I, yeah. I didn't understand back then. It's like different layers you have to put on yeah. first before you. Even yeah, that that four foot like you graduate to that. So <laughs> you were jumping right to the end, buddy. Yeah, you would pull yeah. that four foot out if you're skimming like a. Uh, you know, you do a level five in a commercial building and you got to right. put that final coat on the butt joint. That's when you pull out that four footer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just kind of brought tools gradually. I think that was the first tool I got outside of a pan and a, uh, like a 10 inch and a 12 inch knife I had. Um, but I'm yeah. just sitting here thinking like I I never used corner bead. Like I didn't even understand. Yeah. His, I, I just tried to do it by hand. I tried to create oh, an sure. outside corner yeah. by hand. Why not? Did yeah. you ever try? Did you ever try to like corner the tape onto a corner and like float out like just a piece of tape? I've with seen the, that. Um, with the mesh tape or the paper tape? I would probably oh. use paper tape, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, I'd use mesh tape for inside corners. Uh, yeah. It was just looking back. I just laugh now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, wait, are you are you using mesh tape still? Because they say you can use a mesh tape if you're using Quickset. Uh, it's okay. You know, um, we don't really use it. Uh, Fibofuse is pretty cool stuff. But I use that. Uh, yeah, I use that. Okay, Fibofuse. that's yep. great for patches too. It keeps your patch nice and tight. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't have to pre-fill or prepare like paper tape. Um, yeah, but I don't use mesh tape for like corners anymore. Um, no, I no. think I'm doing it the correct way now. You know, I use okay. paper tape. Um, I got the Can Am tools that I just brought actually the two and a half, three inch, and a three and a half with the wheels on it, which makes a difference. Um, but well, yeah, two, I use two, wait, two and a half and three, three inch what? Um, inside corner flushers. Corner flusher. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Those are pretty yeah. badass. Now, see, out of the oh, gate, yeah. dude, I was like Union Apprentice. They, they okay. were using all those tools around me, and I was like, I don't know. You know, so right. you just instantly like, oh, that makes sense. Like when you're around right. super pros, you just like soak it up. It's like, oh, they're, yeah. using, they're using bazookas and this kind of shit. You got to do a patch. It's like, Pfft. yeah, that's no big deal. Yeah. You know, um, it. It was cool learning that way, but uh, the union can be, okay. you know, it can be, it can be a trap, but okay. Uh, so, okay. So the, maybe that's your first tool is the flusher. Um, oh no, this was, I recently got that. Um, I mean, tool wise, man. Yeah. Let's, let's go down the let's timeline so, a little bit. I mean, you, okay. so you, you went from like fiber tape to paper tape, obviously. Yeah. I went to, um, I came out with mesh tape, um, started to understand the purpose of paper tape, like I said, nobody mm -hmm. really taught me, um, really started to understand it's good for inside corners. It creates the crease, even for butt joints, um, give you that angle. Yeah. Um, okay. So before I quit, I already had a ton of tools. I had a two level scaffold set from metal tech 
I had a uh, dry. What kind of what kind of scaffolds set? Like a smaller, um, like smaller yeah. Baker or the Super, larger six foot Baker. Perry? Okay. Yep, smaller bit, two and a half by six feet. Um, I had two level scaffold set, a dry ease, air scrubber, containment poles. Um, I kind of already had like maintenance tools, you know, the typical drills yeah. and everything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and are you I using have, bucket mud over there? So, and then I, get, I, I assume well, now you probably I, yeah. by that time you were starting to use ready mix. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was still kind of using um, the five, but I kind of understood or learned the hard way that blue top sands a lot easier. The plus three. It sounds like it sounds crazy to somebody yeah. who's been doing it for years, but it, it makes so much difference in the world. The top you're finishing work with that because trying yeah. to sand easy five is just is, is tough. It's like sanding oh, yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah. Sanding rock, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big yeah, so like layman. If I if I'm talking to a layman or a contractor, first of all, I love showing in like the California patch. They're always like blown away, you know, okay. or the but or the butterfly patch. Like they're always like, dude, you could like cut the sheetrock like this, throw it in a throw it in an outlet, and that may just make it okay. go away. They they love yeah. that they love that patch. I'm and not then, sure. Uh, I, is that a blowout patch? Is that the name of it's it? It's like, like when you um, cut when you cut the back of the sheetrock. And then put it, and then use the paper around. Oh yeah, blowout patch. Yeah, I don't. Okay, do yeah, yeah. They cut. Yeah. You don't do I that. Use, no, I just um a piece of one by piece of wood, screw in a square, mesh tape. What if it's like well, a little patch though? What if it's like little teeny, like an outlet? Mesh tape, like two oh, pieces yeah. of mesh tape. I use the extra strength. Mix up some uh easy five hot water. Hit it with three coats. All in right. Like ten ten minutes. In All right. Out. <laughs> look up look up here's your here's your homework assignment look up california patch or okay. you, you probably know what i'm talking about where they cut the back of the I think it's a blow patch yeah that's a yeah. badass patch man i don't it know takes and, too yeah, long. Yeah, it just takes there you go long. The, the, and that's yeah. that gets back to like you know i i feel like that's the only fucking way to do it and like okay. you know in drywall in drywall it's like no 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 man that takes too long you know there's another right. way here's how i do it and right. yeah. that yeah. this is what's cool about the drywall podcast that you get to come on and hear about different you like your journey you know it's mm -hmm. not the same as other me i was just like what the hell is that you know like right. i saw a dude using a crimper like to put on metal corner bead and i was like that's okay. cool okay. whoa and these dudes walking stilts and i'm like whoa you know like, <laughs> yeah. i am blowing you know and i'm just they're just like get out of my way apprentice like kicking me <laughs> go clean the tools bitch you know, like oh, that kind man. of stuff. That's crazy. I was young. I was like 20, 21, 22. You know, I was, oh, okay. I was young, prima donna. You know, I was like, I thought I knew everything. Right. Okay. Wow. I wish I had that, you know. It was cool. It was cool. And I liked the mud, though. So it, it was, I, I was drawn to it. Like, I wanted to learn. Like, I want to learn okay. that shit. That's cool. Those dudes run in the box. Like, that, that looks fun. I could yeah. do that all day. You know, I wouldn't walk stilts and spot screws. Like, that looked fun. Right, you know. right, right. Yeah, flat boxes, <laughs> I never knew. I always thought when I looked at drywall work, now understanding it was the flat box, I thought everybody did it by hand. I'm like, man, that's some sharp work. That's some sharp, clean lines. No, <laughs> you only get that clean. You only get that clean with a box. 
hand finishers, they'll be like, ah, I could do it that clean with a hand finish, but like you only yeah. get you only get like that that freaking perfectness with the with like the, the box. box. Yeah. 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 I, I never <laughs> knew. I never knew until I honestly a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, like I, I thought it was all by hand, but hey, I'm evolving. I'm, I'm I yeah. feel like I'm definitely uh I'm very innovative. I feel like I'm the, the new age of this man. It's kind of coming up. But how so? How, how 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 so? <clears throat> um, like I say, every job I do, I always learn from it. For example, um, I have the Dewalt big back knobs. I have the eight, ten, twelve, sixteen. So what is that? I the off, was, is that the offset knife? Not the offset, nah. Which I I'll probably get next. It's just a regular taping knife, but it's the blades are wider. Oh. Wider. Yep. Like so like I, a uh, skimming blade, but a little one. Oh uh, no! It's it has the, it's a taping knife. Okay. They're taping knobs, and um, like I say, the blade is just a lot taller. Okay. It's called All big right. backs. Yep. And you can call it big back more. knife. I'll have to check that out. Yep. Yeah. I'll send you a link. Hey so Murray, I, I Murray, I don't, I don't know at all. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna let okay. you know a little secret. Okay. <laughs> I, I like, to, I like to learn shit too, man. I pretend like I know it all, but okay. like any, any good drywaller would, but I don't. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yep. So what I did is I, I realized that um, if you round the ends or the edges, you take off the sharp point of the knobs. Yeah. Like you won't get those lines. So what I did. I just went to Harbor Freight. I got a grinder and I just rounded off the knobs. Some of them have double round edges and some of them have like one edge sharp for the corners. Yeah. And another one is rounded. And I mean, that makes a lot of difference when you skim it. You know, yeah. maybe some guys have a trick. Hey, that's cool, but I'm kind of on my own journey, man. Um, no, so I, I know. Wanted- Do you know that Advanced <clears throat> makes a round edge knife? Yep. That's what I got. It's called Radius. Yeah. It's, yep. It's called, I actually brought that. But to be honest, it's not putting them down. Those blades are flimsy. Okay. I actually brought them. And they worked pretty good to me at that time, but I didn't realize that they, the blades were like flimsy. That's kind of how I got the idea. And I'm like, well, uh, man, how, how can I? Fuck it. I'll get the knife. I'll get the knife that I want. I'll round that shit off. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, I've rounded a couple off on the back of my truck, put down the back okay. of my truck, and I take like a, a quarter. Or okay. a, uh, something bigger. For me, it's pool trials because I'm doing the heavy-duty skimming shit. So I use pool okay. trial. But uh, Level 5 sent me some of their – early on, they sent me some of their thin metal uh, trowels, and they were square, okay. and I rounded okay. them bitches off. I was like, well, I want to try your knife, but I don't like this. I don't use square knives because they cut in when I'm skimming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I automatically rounded them off. Um, okay. But that's that's just a like personal preference. But kudos to you, man, for uh, yeah, for like for like having haven't that's that you're right. That is like sort of progressive, I think, in this space. I don't. They don't sell those types of knives on the market, man. So it's like just really creating what you need to create to get the results you want. You yeah, know, I, I, f- I feel like I want to take a flat box, man. I want to innovate it some kind of way, make it better. Yeah, you, know, Did, hey, the, you got to listen to the Columbia Tools uh, interview. I started I to. Yes, yeah. the, the most recent one. I started yeah. to. Um, my baby was crying. I actually started to listen yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that those guys, dad, like he took the tools and he, they just started innovating. Like, so, you okay. know, just just like anything, man, 
you know, and they're still innovating in the space, you know, making cool, the stilts are still innovating. So like, mm-hmm. uh, if you're out there and you got an idea for a tool, you know, or a new ideas, a way that you're like, why aren't they doing it this way? Like follow right. that instinct, man, because yeah, a lot of these tool guys I'm finding too, and meeting them through the podcast are very open. Very, they're very mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very open to suggestions and like ideas and the, pr- okay. the predator. So in the most recent interview, the predator, we talk about the guy that makes that tool that made it up just this dude out of Idaho, carbon fiber, predator, bazooka. Wow. Like they okay. didn't make that. They just went and met this dude and were like, Hey, we'll, s- we like your idea. We'll sell it, you know? Yeah. And the yeah. dude was like, okay. And now they have this badass tool because some dude in Idaho was like just tooling in his shop, making a yeah. cool. And he was going to like, he was going to sell, like he was going to pay, have people pay him to outfit their existing bazooka okay. with carbon uh, material. Oh, wow. And okay. so, and so uh, uh, Columbia went to him and, and they made a deal. Like how cool okay. is that? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope you got, you know, a little profit from that. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> been, of course. That's cool. Okay. That'll so, work. yeah. So don't, you know, don't, uh, don't discredit yourself. I think as drywallers, sometimes maybe we think we're like uh, lower, lower on the totem pole, but it's like, you know, yeah, it's not true. I was thinking, I was thinking about that the other week. Like, I know they just look at drywallers as like, I don't know. I feel like we're like really the, the icing on the cake. You know, it, it takes a lot to hang drywall and finish it and get it paint ready. Like it's, it's really a a skill, a mindset. You 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 have to be a some sort of an artist and have an eye for things. It's it's, it's intense. Like it's a really intense yeah. job. Yeah, and then once yep. you once you cross that bridge, once you become a drywall finisher, you realize like. Well, it took a lot to get to make that patch look good. And then you got some asshole like contractor yeah. coming in being like, oh, I could do that if I had more time. Uh, I'd just rather pay you. You right, know, right, it's not right. a big deal. It's not a big deal to this $50,000 remodel bathroom. It's not a big deal. Just have anybody right. come in and, and, and as, a dry, <laughs> as a drywall, it's like they're paying a hundred thousand dollars for this remodel. And like, right. I'll come in and do fresco harmony and I'll look at the drywall's work and I'll be like, Dude, that it's guy doesn't working. know that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like and the and and then other areas that aren't that we're not covering like look like shit and the homeowner doesn't even the homeowner won't even see it. It's like That's looks crazy. fine to me. But it's you crazy. know what I have, Nick man. Um one I mean I, I don't want to take the credit on this, but I what another innovative idea. Um I basically I understood that, you know, if you shine light on the side of the wall, it shows everything on the drywall. That's yeah. cool. I, I, I had a husky light for the longest time. It was like yeah. 10,000 lumens. You know, I'm like, okay, this is cool, man. It really shows everything. So I realized if you skim to the light, it'll be less the same. It'll be a lot smoother. So what I did was I, I went online, researched. But right now I have a, it's, it's a Jeep truck light. It's a 52-inch 78,000 lumen bar light that is only like two and a half inches tall. Okay. It's like, because it's only two and a half inches tall. I mean, it shows everything, man. It, it, it shows everything. If you skim to that and sand to that, I did a house uh, a few weeks ago, downtown, 
I did the whole first level. I shined the lights on the wall and I used um I used the Mark Five. I don't know if you want to talk about that yet, but um the great huh. I sprayed the compound on with the ball light. And I mean it came out baby smooth, man. Baby smooth. But yeah, it's 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 a seventy-eight thousand lumen fifty-two inch ball light. I have two of those and I also have a um a twenty-four inch. I think that's fifty six thousand lumen ball light that I use for small areas. But you need what does that mean? That. What does that mean? Ball light? Um, bar light. B A R. Oh, a it, bar it's light. It's basically okay. a Jeep light. Yeah, it's a Jeep light with high lumens. Yeah, they put on the they put on like the top of the Jeep yep. or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So if you take, but only thing with that is is twelve volts. So you need a converter. So <laughs> <laughs> you got like a generator so, on your job running the light. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so it's it's 800 watts. The 52 inch is 800 watts, but the converter is a max of um no, it's it's, it's 780 watts, but the converter is 800 watts max. What about, which you what get about on the, Amazon? This might sound stupid, mm-hmm. but what about what about the spice bunch? Like you've seen the, the spice spi- the spice bunch. <laughs> spice sponge is they got like a little order. sponge. They got a little sponge. You put the LEDs. Oh yeah. Um. Nah. This is like the ball light, man. It 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 shines the entire length of the wall. This puts that like, little spy sponge to shame, doesn't it? Yes, it do. I uh, said to say. Sad How do you set that. it? How do you like set it up on your wall? Do you have like a special mount? Or containment pole. Okay. You just use a containment pole. You lock it in close to the wall. Ah. You just, uh, I take. Yep. I take the little. Um, See, we got to be careful, buddy, because I tell you what. Next week. Like fucking owner of Can Am or whatever's gonna be watching this, and it, oh, yeah, you're gonna that's see fine. it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yep. They're gonna get, you, they'll even call it the Murray, the Murray pole. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. And you won't I see a dime, good. dude. You won't see a dime. You just you'll have to buy them. Tell them you want a free one because you came up with that shit. You heard it yeah. here first. The, the Drywall Podcast. If you're yeah. out there and you think you need to steal that idea, fuck you, dude. That's Murray's uh-huh. idea. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But yes, um, it's just it, like I say, ceilings and all, man. You can shine it. I, I've done a couple jobs with that light, you know. And when I have those those real picky customers, I bring that bad boy out. But what happens is it really shows the condition of their ceiling. So when they pointing out this one little spot, I turn that bad boy on. It shuts them up. Yep, and you turn yeah, yep, you turn it to the other side, the shit they've been living in with for uh, yeah. twenty years, and be like, <laughs> "Look at your other walls, dude." The yeah, price don't be, went up, man. Don't be nit, don't be nitpicking my shit. <laughs> they don't understand, Nick. Yeah, that's understand. a that's a, that's a conversation with Fresco Harmony too, because we'll do like you know, I do specialty finish, so it's like it ain't it ain't it, this is what it looks like, man. You know, okay. like yeah, like it's you know, it's like. You know, it's like kind of okay. like plat. It kind of that's drywall mud, man, just colored. You know, so um, is it two different? Is it two different? Uh, this one there is this wall here. We're doing in a bathroom. That's like a sanded finish. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I gotta looks try like, that. Looks like, like Venetian that. plaster. It's just color and joint compound, all purpose. So okay. yeah, I'll send you all kinds of information on okay. that and stuff. I mean, you can listen to the other podcasts. I talk about Fresco Harmony a lot. There's 65 okay. videos on YouTube. Look up Fresco Harmony YouTube. You'll see me doing all kinds of crazy shit with colored mud. But like, like uh, one of the one of the challenges to a colored final finish surface with a drywall guy is because we're used to the painter coming in, and mm. then 
you know, our shit's got all our shit has to look as smooth. And then the right. painter comes in, he does his thing. Well, with the fresco harmony, like you get them nitpicking. They come through. Oh, is okay. it gonna look like that? You know. Okay. Um, and it's like, dude, you've been living with ugly ass skip trial popcorn ceiling. <laughs> I'll cover up a popcorn ceiling, make it look like Venetian plaster. And they're right. like, um, what about that little dime thing yeah, up here in the corner? I'm like, dude, your whole ceiling was popcorn like five minutes ago. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Where's my yeah. money? <laughs> yeah. That's, another, that's, that's huge. Hugh in Baltimore. Uh, texture removal. That's another... Uh, another service man that's a huge yeah. service over well here. see here's a boat you're missing murray because like we blow over it like i'll do fresco harmony goes over existing painted texture so instead of going over so now all of a sudden either you're sanding that shit off and then yeah. you ha then you have to re-skim and re-texture yep. re or paint sanding okay. dust everywhere all over the place so right. now you're just blowing over it with two coats of fresco harmony and one coat of sealer. Boom. No sanding. Get, no sanding. That oh, looks like wow. looks like Venetian plaster. It's okay. uh and then you charge double. And yeah, I'm gonna check get, this out when I yeah. and then they uh, get badass walls, especially with popcorn. So we'll do a preliminary coat over popcorn ceilings okay. and then we'll do our three coat system of fresco harmony and we do what's called encapsulate because a lot of that old popcorn has asbestos you don't want to be mm. messing with that shit just yeah. do a layer of all-purpose over the top of that and i use a pool trials and a hawk okay. and i just i skim that shit out man you don't have to wow. skim it out flat you just leave like sort of a imperfect smooth finish and then you just okay. go over that these walls aren't smooth they're textured but it's very subtle texture if you shine right. a light down okay. this, you'll see all kinds of shit. But okay. to a to a layman, it looks flat. I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm a definitely. It's yeah, a new. It's that. a new. It's a oh, new wait. concept. Yeah. It's a new concept of like doing walls. You make more money. You move fast, and yeah. the client client gets these beautiful, awesome looking walls. That's it. That's a game changer. I'm yeah. sitting here thinking about how many ceilings I sanded, skim, sanded yeah. again. Skim. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and go on. So there's there's a couple of videos where, and I can sh I I'll text you like a link, but it's like you know there's one where I'm covering popcorn, you know, oh, several probably over five where I'm covering popcorn, wood paneling, wallpaper, like all kinds oh, of crazy, yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. Like we've really pushed it to the limit. I mean, sometimes, okay. sometimes we've had we've gotten unlucky. You know, but mm -hmm. I mean, I've like got a ninety five percent success rate, a hundred percent going over painted texture, like just floating over the top, 100% success rate. Never had an issue. Never primed. Yeah. I've never primed it. Oh, wow. Just joint compound straight Fucking over. Fucking all-purpose joint compound. Wow. Color. You could make a million. You could be a millionaire over here with that. Yeah. Well, you could be a millionaire. Well, buddy. I'm about to be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, we can split the profits on that. That's a game. No, thing. no. I'm I I'm looking to just uh sell the product. So I sell okay. the color I sell the color pack and then I sell the sealer. That's it. Okay. And then I and then I talk to people about how to do it and how to make money. i I tell you know, you would call me and be like, Hey, I've got this job. How much material do I need? Is this a good job to do? You know, I mean, the yeah. first step is to make samples. Like there's a whole process. It's like, first you okay. got to get, you got to make samples. You got to get the product. But I mean, the original idea of the podcast was kind of like me talking to dudes who are already doing Fresco Harmony 
and we'd okay. be bull- we'd be bullshitting just like this. And I'd be like, this would be yeah. a cool podcast because we're talking about skimming blades and weird shit that like other right. people don't don't talk about. Right. But drywall guy, drywall guys dig that shit. And then you're coming yeah. up with something like innovative, like this, like the Murray light. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a, it's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah, it, it's a game changer, <laughs> man. It, it changes everything. Cause I, I think, you know, <laughs> I like that. The Murray, like the Murray, like, yeah, uh, I like that. I usually go by merman sometimes, not merman, but I'll, I'll use that for like a nickname sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Blue Steel. Yeah, That's his cool. look. He, they're making they're making fun of the male models, and he, it's you know, and he says he says I got a son that's a mermaid, and he says merman pop. I'm oh, a merman. Okay. You okay. <laughs> oh boy, and it's always when I'm on the podcast, I try to reference a movie or an actor, and I can never remember their name. Right. You know? Right. As soon as whatever. it's over, everything comes to your mind. Yeah, I'm the yeah, same yeah. way, man. Yeah. <laughs> This has been this has been a uh, fantastic conversation, though. Uh, I mean, thank you, man. You know, really cool stuff. You know, and it's it doesn't it, you know it doesn't matter where you came from and you know sort of where you're at. Right. Uh, you're in the drywall world, so Murray now he runs uh, Optimum Drywall. What's your what's your biggest job? Um. Well. Like I say, I wasn't taking on finishing jobs too much. I was doing it. There's so much demand for the repair. But um, there was a guy, Dave from Elpatech, who reached out to me actually in December. And I didn't see the message until a few weeks ago. Okay. He was basically saying, like, look, Murray, we have some attachments that can go with your Mark 5, your Graco Mark 5. So I was like, okay, cool. So uh, I called him. He was explaining it to me. And it was basically a continuous flow system. You tell me take, what the tell me what the Mark Five is really quick. Oh, the, the Graco Mark listeners. Five. Okay, yep, the Graco Mark Five. Well, the Mark Five by Graco. It's ba- it basically pumps joint compound to the trigger, and you can now with the Elpa Tech, you can basically utilize that to apply compound to inside corners to flats with the inside corner applicator just by squeezing the trigger. The Mark Five will basically pump it to wherever you need it to go. Continuous um, flow, I think. Continuous flow uh, co- technology. Yep, continuous flow. If you make a big enough batch of it and just put put it in there, man, you can you can, you can go a long time with that. And um, yeah. so he was telling me about it, and um, he was telling me the prices, and I said, you know what? I think if I get this, it will put me on a whole new level. Of, you know, versus um, pumping it by hand. I, I never had a pump before either. And this yeah. was just like about two months ago. Okay. So ironically, I got a job. A guy just installed a four level house downtown and he reached out and he said, I just need you to finish it. Take all the time you need. You can still work in between Beautiful. the other jobs. So I said before I wouldn't have done it because I, I that's just too much by hand. But I said, you know <sighs> what, man? I just got these pieces of equipment. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I charged them $10,000 for it. Okay. And um, 
So the first level, the t- I start on the top floor. You're probably you're probably about half the price of your uh, the next lowest bid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm lit. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm usually lower. I don't yeah. find out to the end, but it's all good. <laughs> you know what? It's okay too when you're starting out, man. You learn, and then there can be good money, especially if you have the right tools. You go in, somebody needs a house finished. It's like. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Ten, you know what I mean? Like they, you're you're spending more time on one site, you're making better money, you're not tra- right. traveling around chasing your tail yeah. as much. Yeah, yep. So I started on the top floor, um, first time using the flat boxes, and I actually used them like a compound tube. I didn't know you had to move fast with them. So I basically was doing the flats and butts went behind them with a knife, took a little longer, asked the question on Drywall Magazine, I mean, I got so much feedback on the flat boxes. Yeah. How to adjust the blades that I never even knew. I didn't know you could yeah. adjust the blades to feather. Yeah. I just, like I said, Dave Lee reached out to me, showed me some things. That's what I'm saying, like, too. Those drywall shorty videos, they're pretty good where she's running the box. There's a lot of good okay. how-to videos, but she's, you know. Uh, also, okay. Phil, Phil uh, with PRC taping, he's got a bunch of great uh, videos on running, running flat box. PRCT. Okay, I'm gonna check them out. I'm gonna check. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. Um, it's, it's, it's. I, I learned a lot. You know, I learned a lot, man. But like I say, drywall Baltimore, man. You, you ask one question, you get so much feedback. <laughs> it's just no way you, you can't know drywall. Just did you question, uh, did you man. did you get people being like, what the hell are you doing in the trade? Get out of here, yeah. rookie! Like that kind of shit. I got a lot of BS, man, from some people. I laugh at it. It's, it's funny to me. The answers that they gave is like hilarious. I, it doesn't bother yeah. me. You know, I, yeah. I pretty much Good. look Good. for the commonality in the in the answers. So basically, for me, once I ask a question, yeah. if it's five to ten people that say the same thing, that's what I'll go with. Yeah. Like if I ask a particular brand, if everybody's saying tape tech. I'm yeah. gonna just go with tape tech when it's time for me to buy that. But yeah, I, but yeah, it's it's. I, I don't pay them guys any mind, man. It, it's funny. I yeah. laugh at them. Yeah, like Mister <laughs> Rogers, man. It's like uh, uh, look for the helpers, man. Look for the helpers. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think Mud Man. He reached out. It's a couple of oh, guys yeah. that actually reached out like personally and gave me some good tips. That's cool. Shout out to uh, t- shout out to David Lee and uh, Mudman Dan Mud for Man. Uh, and both those guys have been on the podcast. Super cool dudes. They both. Okay. Mudman Dan okay. is he's our uh, conversation's really great. He's a okay. Cool I'm gonna check that out. You know he yeah, almost well. died of COVID. Oh yeah. <sighs> like yeah, he he, he, he <laughs> yeah because I I caught COVID twice <laughs> in the. I hit the sauna the second hit the day. Sauna. Was good. Yep. Oh, really? So we yep. we started. I mean, there was part of the catalyst for our ice baths was immunity because it's immunity building the the ice bath thing too. So we, okay. you know, that was at the front end of the COVID. We started doing ice baths. You know. Okay. Like preventative yeah. maintenance, you know. Yeah, I would go. Like, of course, my wife caught it. We both would catch it. So I say I'm going to the sauna. I went. Did what I had to do. Went the next day. I was good. She wow. continued to get sick. Yep, she just yeah. got worse both well, times. It, so it affects people differently, you know. I mean, it's just a weird. It, it was a weird virus, you know. And, yeah. And I mean, yeah. my cousin died. He's forty. Oh. He's younger than me. Two kids. Damn, sorry to uh, hear that, man. Jeez. Gone. You know, up in Spokane, Washington. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, so, I mean, but it, there was all spectrums. I, we weren't real close, you know, we knew each other. We were friends on Facebook, um, okay. but uh, it's just sad. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was kind of a real deal there. So, but hopefully it sort of, I think it maybe shifted people's like awareness around maybe, you know, yeah. health, health, being healthier and exercise and yeah. things like that, you know, hopefully yeah. at this point. Murray Jordan, uh, Optimum Drywall. If somebody wants to get a hold of Murray, you're in the Baltimore area. I've got 443-717-5317. And uh, what's your email? Uh, Optimum Drywall21 at gmail.com. Optimum Drywall 21 at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to him directly. Do you have a website? I don't. Um, I do have an Instagram, and that okay. is op, uh, Optimum Drywall underscore LLC. I, I post all my latest work on there. Okay. Be sure to follow uh, Murray on Instagram as well. I think I'm following you. I can't remember, but if I'm not, I will, buddy. Probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> um, Facebook as well. You're probably just Murray Jordan, I think, on Facebook. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's an optimum drywall, but I, I mostly okay. my personal thing. You know, okay. And then uh, TikTok. Do any TikTok? Tick, I don't. I'm going to start. I should. I it's weird. Stop. It's weird. It's like, yeah, it's kind of a weird uh, world, uh, but it's cool. It's cool. I've got okay. the, 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 now on mine, I combine all of them. Like Nick, I have some funny videos and then like Nick, uh, Fresco Harmony and the drywall podcast, it's all mishmash into one page. I'm like, whatever. Oh, okay. You know, okay. I'll just make funny videos <laughs> or, and it's kind of a venue where you can play around with funny and weird videos, you know, and music and stuff okay. like that. It's pretty good. It's a good platform for video, uh, editing, you know, it's, and that's it's, what I need. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice, yeah. it's a nice segue for you to learn about video editing and get into that. Cause then from there you could share it to your Instagram page, you can edit your okay. video. And then share over to Instagram from there. So I use iMovie to edit um, most of my stuff. Okay. And yeah. and then the the question I ask everybody that comes onto the show, uh, uh, not it's not a question, it's more of a comment. If you could uh, tell the drywall community a pearl of wisdom that is is special from the heart of Murray Jordan, what would it be? I would say just never give up. Don't stop. Uh, be strong mentally and physically. Just stay with it and just, you know, reach for the mountaintop. I can't quit. I just can't. It's just not in me. I, I like can't. it. Yeah. I like it. Good yeah, stuff, drywaller, man. Yeah, I'm a drywaller, man. It's on. It's official. It's on. I'm it's on. Drywall. And I like it. I like it. The drywall industry just kind of sort of you it's almost like you didn't pick it. It's almost like it picked you. Like it right. It did. That's yeah. my takeaway from the story. It's like came in and it just showed it showed you what you needed to be doing. 
Like it's right. cool. I love it. It's fun. Everybody say, oh, I can't do it, but I love it. It's yeah. fun. It's um, yeah. tons of equipment. I'm ready to rock, man. <laughs> well, I mean, and the Drywall Podcast has grown. We got 2,000 downloads. Um, I'm on the radar of some heavy hitters. Uh, okay. We've got some amazing shows coming up. Oh, and I'm going to announce, too, that uh, I will be – before this air, this show airs, I'm going up to uh, do a demo at CSR in Canada, at Toronto. Um, okay, I would start doing that. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be on. I I would just start doing fresco army. Just the yeah, idea I'll, and, it's like, no, easy. it's fun. It's fun too, and you can go in. You could do a wall in your own house, but I'll tell you how to do it. Okay. Um, you know, I'll sort of guide you along. First, here's the first step. I'm gonna send you a sample pack, and then okay. make a fucking sample. Like that's a easy. If you get to that step. I'll tell you the next thing to do. And then you do okay. that, do a wall in your house. And it's like, okay, now you got a place you can show people. And then you go, that builder whose house you're doing, you're skimming out. Mm-hmm. You show them the sample and you'd be like, hey, I'm going to do a free wall in this house because I'm trying out okay. this product and it's going to look badass. Here's a color chart. Tell me which color you want. Here's what it looks like. Here's a sample. And he'll be like, what? It's going to look like that? You're like, yeah, it's going to look like this. And he'll be like, go for it. And you can be okay. like, if, if you don't like it, you can paint over it. Right. Okay. And I'll that's this. And then once you get to that point, you're hooked. Yeah. I'm with it, man. <laughs> I, I love the idea. I love it. I'm hooked already. <laughs> uh, Murray Jordan, thank you so much for coming on the Drywall Podcast today, man. This has been awesome. Like, super oh, awesome man. pleasure. Thank you, man. I'm on it, man. I feel like I'm amongst the, the, the gods of Drywall, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. I've just, yeah. You're just another prima donna amongst prima donnas in this industry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay everybody's, everybody's a superstar, man. <laughs> Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, man. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I'll be, if I need information from you, I'll gather information. But we'll talk soon, man. We'll be in touch. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it. Thanks, Nick. You have a good day, man. All right, you too, buddy. Talk soon. Okay. All right. Special thanks to Murray Jordan for being on the Drywall Podcast today. I appreciate your time. We appreciate your time. And uh, we wish you the best in all of your drywall endeavors. The Drywall Podcast can be listened to every Friday on platforms such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and also YouTube. The Drywall Podcast was brought to you exclusively by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. If you have questions about the Drywall Podcast, Fresco Harmony, or anything, feel free to email me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. Thank you so much for joining the Drywall Podcast today. I sincerely appreciate it. And remember, um, keep drywalling. <laughs>